but a new one, I'm going to write it on their hearts. And so no one has to say, know the Lord, because they will all know the Lord. Wouldn't this be a good thing? Wouldn't this be a great day? Lynn can't feel. There's Lynn. He's waking up now because I just called him. Hi. Lynn's doing a study on Islam. Is the study you are doing on Islam, does it relate in any way to these people in ISIS who kill their whoever? Does this relate in any way to what you have been studying? This is a simple question. The answer is no. If you look up jihad, jihad is an internal struggle. You're supposed to fight the demon within. It's not about killing others. Wouldn't it be nice if that little fact was written on the heart and not on a piece of paper so people would get it? Wouldn't that be nice? So, when God says the days are surely coming, and Jesus does this a lot. Do you recognize this phrase? The days are surely, the time is surely coming, and now is. And now is. Is it possible that this stuff is written on our hearts already? Is it possible? Yes. I was really committed from one person. One person needs to be committed. No. Is it possible? Yeah. I think so. I think it's written there already. If you study philosophy and you study the ancient Greek, the ancient Greeks' understanding of knowledge was anamnesis, which is an act of recollection, recollection. You recollect or recollect what you already know. Now, they're not talking about what is the capital of Kansas. Okay? That is not something that you already know. But what are the things we already know? An interesting story happened. A man who got very bad grades and spent a lot of time in bars and spent a lot of time in bar fights. And one time he got the, the stuffing knocked out of him and he had a terrible concussion, sent him into a quick coma, and when he woke up, he was a math genius. It literally rewired a part of his brain, so the knowledge and the ability to do genius-level math was already there. It had just, the wires got reconnected in a way that he accessed it. That has not happened to me. But I'm willing to bet that that ability is already there. Because I look at some people who are math, Jesus, math geniuses and I think these people are not smarter than me. Their brains just work differently. There are people whose hearts open wide. And they are no different than you and I. But they have learned how to open those hearts. They have remembered what it is like to have an open heart. Uh, there's another story that I really like. Uh, I don't know if it's apocryphal or true, but I like the story, so I'm going to tell it as if it's true. Uh, a dad was kind of concerned because his, his three-year-old daughter kept sneaking in night into their, their baby's 
uh, crib area. And so one night he walked along just to see what was happening, and she whispered to the baby, she said, do you still remember what God looked like? I'm starting to forget. And I wonder if that happens to us, that we, in our living, we forget the things that are already there. And, and when God says God will write it on our hearts, it really isn't about writing it there, but finding a way to scrape away all of the stuff, maybe it's scar tissue, that's formed over it, that just allows it to be read. Eric Henderson did a concert last night. Eric isn't here, so I'm going to pick on Eric. Eric is a great guy. I love him. And he called the church a minimum of five times a day for the two weeks preceding his concert. He was a stress wreck of a human being. And before his hair was like this high, and the first thing he said was, playing in your hometown is like being dragged behind a car for four weeks. And he looked it. He did, didn't he? He did. he did. And then he started to play. And I tell you what, I saw the face of God. He started to play, and I was, I just felt my heart just do this. And I, you know, and when I say I saw the face of God, I didn't see an actual face, but there was just. It was pure music. It was divine music, and I, it just washed over me. And in that moment, Eric Henderson was more Eric Henderson than he's ever been in his whole life. And he was not aware of who he was. When we are the most ourselves, I think, we are really not aware of who we are. And when we are the most aware of who we are, we are probably the least ourselves that we ever are. It's one of those great paradoxes. When someone translates, a really good translator, when they get to, if, if you're doing simultaneous translation, you get to the end of, of the speech and the translator actually won't remember anything that they've said. Because they're just translating it. Just, it's going through them. And there is something about that. And God will write it on our hearts, and it's already there. Remember who you are. How do we remember who we are? And I like this, unfortunately, this, <laughs> this great clip that we didn't get to hear. Mufasa tells Simba, you have forgotten me obsesses about his father because he thinks he's caused his father's death he hasn't but he thinks he's caused his father's death and he obsesses about his father all the time and he says you've forgotten me you've forgotten me and he says how can i forget you you've forgotten who you are the strange thing about god is if you want to know who god is you have to figure out who you are become authentically who you are and you only know who you are is when you understand who god is it is a paradox. It is. I'm not going to pretend it's easy. And yet it is when we just look inside. People that go to... I don't, I don't want to go there. All good healers 
remove the obstacles from the healing that can happen inside themselves. Healers don't heal you. Healers remove the obstacles that let the healing that's already capable of happening happen. Good teachers inspire you to learn, and good thinkers teach you how to think. They don't give you their thoughts. Good teachers never give you their thoughts. They teach you how to think, how to find out what's already there. The law, the love, the image of God is already there. All cultures struggle with the idea we created good or we created bad. Every culture does. In, in the Christian culture, it's considered original sin. I have very little use for that doctrine. In, in China, they, 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 they talk about it and they, and they say, even the most hardened criminal, if they see a baby tottering on the well, their heart goes out. <gasps> you know, there's that, there's that gasp and that choke at the back of the throat where you don't want that little, helpless, innocent baby to fall into the well. And I said, therefore, we are created that way. We are all created that way. We have to learn how to think, I don't care whether the baby falls or not. That is not a natural response. What's on our hearts is the how do I save that child? It's already there. So don't listen to this passage and say, I don't have to be good until God takes the time to write it on my heart. Because that's the easy way out. It's already there. Knowledge is remembering what we already know. If you want the Greek word again, it's anemnesis. So you get a 50 cent word for the price of admission. That was supposed to be funny. Eric Henderson lives to play. When he plays, he is almost at death's door. He gets himself into that state, and then the music just flows through him. And I don't know whether Eric sees himself in that moment as he really is, but everybody around him does. And that's why we need the church. Because when Jan L'Esperance is who she truly is, it benefits us. And when we're at our best, we say, wow, thank you, Jan, for showing the face of God when you did this. And chances are, she say, I don't re even remember doing that. That's what it means to write the law of God on our hearts. And we help one another discover it. Because when we're really transparent, we're not even there. <laughs>